0: You. Need off some babies.
1: Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. Amen,
0: church. Amen, church. Thank you all for coming out here this morning. It's a very lovely day that the Lord God has created. Let's open up with a word of prayer. Lord God, we, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to come to the house of so worship
1: one more time.
0: Lord, we we thank you, Lord, for waking us this morning,
1: Father, our right like mind.
0: Father, thank you Lord, for protecting us and keeping us safe, taking care of us, Heavenly Father. Thank you for your unfailing love, Lord, that you have for us, Heavenly Father. Father, right now, please bless, Heavenly Father, whatever come out of us all. The world. Yeah. as we open up. Mm-hmm.
1: sab the main Thank you.
2: Our scripture this morning is coming from the book of James, chapter 2, book of James, chapter 2, chapter one. chapter 1, chapter 1, I'm sorry, James, chapter 1, beginning with verse 2, 2 through 4, 2 through 4, all right, so Once again, chapter, the book of James, chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, okay, Please stand in honor of the reading of God's word, if you're able. In uh, the book of James, chapter 1, beginning in verse 2, For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, meaning nothing. God and the will to get and the will, and He will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask Him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person.
0: Sim, sim. Okay. No. Amen, church. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Amen. Amen. This morning, what I want to talk to you about is endurance. Yes, sir. Endurance. The question is. What can you endure, or to to break it down to our everyday vernacular, what can you stand or put up with? The definition of endurance I would like to use is to put up with something trying or painful. To put up with something trying or painful. To endure implies continuing firm or resolute through trials and difficulties. So we see that endurance is to to put up with something that's painful, something that is trying, to determine if we can endure that. I had Brother Kyle read from James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. We're going to lift it up again for our hearing, and we'll be reading from them. New Living Translation, and it reads, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to what? You with me? So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. All right. So so let's take a look at this thing. James is is telling us that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. You know the, the guy that on Starbucks. And everybody knows who Starbucks is. You know, if you like coffee, cold coffee, you know. So, so Starbucks, it says, uh, it is one of the most recognizable symbols next to the crucifixion, or the crucifix, or McDonald's, and Superman. But it didn't start that easy. Without perseverance or endurance, the conqueror giant would never have existed. Howard Schultz, the founder of Starbucks, he went to over 200 banks looking for his original loans. He went to 242 banks exactly trying to get a loan to start Starbucks. Not only was he desperately trying to secure a loan, his wife was pregnant with their first child. After a year of rejections, he was able to secure the $400,000 needed from a doctor and two other individual investors. Today the brand employs over 137,000 people around the world. So you can see how John Schultz or Howard Schultz endured trying to get Starbucks started. Now today, this company is in over 40 countries and employs 137,000 people. It took endurance for him to get it started. He said after a year. He said he had been trying for a whole year. Most of us, we're throwing the towel after a week. We might not even last a day. He so like, man, I'm tired of looking. I'm tired of looking for a job. I, I, I just can't stand this no more. So I'm giving up. So here is the question. Can you endure a mother who is not motherly. So what you talking about, Peach man. This is a mother who knows how to provide food and shelter and clothing, which are definitely needed, but rarely or seldomly gives you a hug or tells you she loves you. She's a mother, but she's really not motherly. Uh, y'all ain't with me yet. A mother who seldomly checks on you, or calls you if you are sick, or in the hospital. Can you endure this kind of mother? Can you endure a a drug, or alcohol addicted, or abusive spouse? Can you endure this, all right? Can you endure a husband that's stays out all night, or comes home late every weekend with another woman's perfume smell on him. Can you put up with this buster? Can you endure taking care of a a sick spouse or sick parents? Can you endure bathing them, clothing them, feeding them, Cleaning up after them. Can you endure this? Yes. Amen, amen. Can you endure seeing your mother or father die right in front of you? Can you endure this? Yes. Can you endure... Losing a son or a daughter that have been killed by someone shooting into a crowd doing a birthday party or a holiday celebration. Can you endure this kind of heartache or, or, or lost? Or will you give up on God? Amen, brother. We should never give up On God. Can you endure being lied to. uh, Talked about. Or accused of something that you did not do. And having to spend time in jail for it. Can you endure this? All of these items. Are difficult things. For any of us. To have to endure. Yet there are people who have endured this and much, much more. So some of you have endured trials and tribulations, and you made it out. You know, I remember as a kid growing up down in Louisiana in the South, you know, we endured, we had a we had a holy house. When I say holy, I mean the grain in the house. <laughs> We would have buckets in the living room, buckets in the bedroom. So we had a holy roof <laughs> in the house. <laughs> we endured that. I endured as a child working for less than minimum wage. You follow me? Chop yes, and sir. Yes, sir. Well, kind. kind, that's right. <laughs> Knowing that it would be better for me in the future if I just endured this. Because God would provide. Some of you have also endured many things. Your parents or your grandparents, your great grandparents, they endured slavery. They endured being bitten by dogs. They endured being hosed down from a fire hydrant They endure going to jail, being beaten so that we can have rights, a right to vote, a right to sit where we want on a a bus, a right to go through the front door of a restaurant and sit where we want instead of going to the back door. They endure this and much, much more for us. There's a man in the Bible named Jacob. Jacob endured working for Laban for 14 years so he could marry Rachel, the woman he loved. He endured 14 years. If you remember the story, he had worked for seven years and Laban deceived him, right? And gave him his other daughter, Leah, to marry. Now, that's a hard thing, man. You you, you you the world, and you know the woman you want to marry. You, you all have an agreement, <laughs> right? I've been slaved for seven long years, and I'm ready for the woman I've been promised to find out that I have been deceived. But he loved her so much that he was willing to endure an additional seven years so that he can marry... The woman that he loved. What will you endure to get what you want? Will you be able to endure? Joseph, who was Jacob's son, endured being sold into slavery by his own brothers. Now, it's one thing if a, if a stranger sells me, but My own flesh and blood sells me into slavery. If you read the story in Genesis chapter 37, at first they were going to kill him. Just think about that. How could you plan to kill your own flesh and blood? And Jacob son Joseph endured being put in prison. He endured all that so that God could anoint him and appoint him to become second in charge in Egypt. Look at the story. He went from being a slave to rising up to being the second in charge, in a mighty kingdom. He endured all of that and he kept his faith in God. What did James say? The trying of your faith. It works patience or endurance. See, when we're going through these trials and tribulations, it is to help us be more patient. It is to help us be able and stand these things and put our total faith and total dependence on God and not in ourselves. You see, they cannot endure this outside of God. Job endure it. Yeah, Job chapter one, Job endured losing his wealth. He endured losing not one child, not two child children, not three children, but ten children. No matter what we've been through in our life, you probably have never endured what this man endured. To lose everything in a day. (laughs) To, To lose all your children, all your wealth, and one day. That is hard for any human being to bear. Yet this man stood the test. Job 1 and 20 says, after all this happened, Job stood up and tore his robe in grief. Then he shaved his head and fell to the ground to worship. Now, I don't know about you, but if I had been through all of that, worship probably wasn't on my mind. Oh, you ain't hearing me. You ain't feeling me. I said, worship probably wasn't on your mind because of the grief that you were feeling that it would be hard for me to think about worship. But my mind is Focus on the grief and the loss and how I'm going to deal with, how am I going to get through all of this? But this man, Job, did. This man, Job, fell to the ground to worship. We would be thinking, we definitely would not be thinking about worship after losing all of what he lost. We would be thinking, Lord, How can I go on living after I have lost all my children and my wealth? He said, this is what Job said in verse 21. He said, I came naked from my mother's womb, and I will be naked when I leave. The Lord gave me what I had, and the Lord has taken it away. Praise the name of the Lord. This man is still praising God through the midst of his trial and tribulation. What about you? Will you continue to praise God no matter what you go through? Can you endure? The Bible says in verse 22 of Job 1, he said, In all of this, Job did not sin by what? Blaming God you know a lot of people you, know, well, you hear people say "Like, why God did this why did God do this but Job did not blame God you, you follow me but our question would be like Job or would be our question would be God why did you allow this to happen to me why did you allow me to have to go through all of This. So, how can you endure? How can I endure all of these kind of trials and tribulations? We can endure because the in Philippians four and six and seven he says, Don't worry about anything, instead pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. He said, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. How many of you pray about everything? Do you pray about everything? Do you thank God for all He has done? Verse 7 says, Then you will experience God's peace. Which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. I'm going to pause right here, church. You know, I've been dealing with a lot. My family has been dealing with a lot. You know, my My brother's wife, we just got worried that she's been diagnosed with brain cancer. And it is inoperable. Then one of my older brothers, he's in the hospital having strokes. Been in the hospital, they couldn't figure out why he's having strokes. you follow me? You see, there's a lot of
1: things going
0: on. But I know my Redeemer lives. I know that I can endure because my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ endured. The Philippian Bible says, then you will experience God's peace. You see, you got to pray about everything. You, you follow me you see I can't deal with it I can't tell it but I know somebody who can we all know somebody who can help us deal with whatever we are going through I can't endure because in Philippians 4 and 13 it says for I can do everything through Christ who strengthens me he gives me strength to endure whatever trial and tribulation comes my way. I can endure because James 1 and 12 says God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. See, we got to patiently endure this. He says, afterward they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. You can endure. I can endure. Because the Hebrew writer says, in Hebrews 12, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses, so he's continuing from Hebrews chapter 11 talking about the faith, all the faith that the patriarchs had. And he's continuing in Hebrews chapter 12. He says, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses, to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. So you got to run with endurance in this race. Verse 2 of Hebrews 12, he says, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. That's the only way we can endure this, is by keeping our eyes focused on Jesus. He's the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, Jesus endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Yes, my brothers and sisters, we can endure. We can endure because the psalm, writer says in Psalm 34 and 17 through 21, the Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from all their troubles. He didn't say so. He said from all of their troubles. The Lord is close to the broken heart. Now y'all, didn't hear me. He said he is close to the brokenhearted. He rescued those whose spirits are crushed. He said he rescues them whose spirits are crushed. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and he rescues those whose spirits are crushed. The righteous person faces many troubles, but the Lord comes to the rescue each time. For the law protects the bones of the righteous. Not one of them is broken. Now if God is protecting us, if he is taking care of us, surely we can endure a little pain. Surely we can endure a little suffering. Surely we can endure joblessness. Surely Endure, sometimes you may not be able to pay all your bills. Surely, we can endure losing a mother, a father,
1: a brother, a sister, or a child.
0: Because God is close to the broken heart. Yes, my brothers and sisters, we can endure all these things through Christ who is strengthening us. He's given us the power through the Holy Spirit. See, he said, "I will not leave you comfortless." He said, "I'm gonna give you a comforter. I'm gonna give you somebody to help you to, to comfort you." you don't, to don't worry about it that Right now, you you might have to use the cane or walk it to get around. Mm-hmm. God is giving you the power to endure. At least you're still getting around. Oh, no, wait, He's still giving you the power to endure whatever you are going through. We can endure because the Roman writer said in Roman 18, starting at 35, can anything ever separate us from Christ love?" Does he does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry, or destitute, or in danger, or threatened with death. As the scriptures say, for your sake, we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. No, Paul says, despite all these things, overwhelming victory. Some translation might say, we are more than conquerors. He says, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ, who loves us. He says overwhelming victory. So that means it ain't no doubt we are going to win. It ain't no doubt we are going to endure if we just keep the faith. There's no doubt. All you got to do is keep the faith. Because he says overwhelming victory is ours. Verse 38 of Romans chapter 8, he says, and I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, nor angels, nor demons. Neither our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. He says, nor demons or right? angels. Nothing, death or life, he said, nothing can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Now, if nothing, I don't know about you, but that means everything, right? He says nothing in all creation can separate us. Oh, y'all ain't with me here. Nothing in all creation can ever separate us from his love. That's reason enough for me to endure. That's reason enough for me to put up with a little pain every now and then. That's reason enough for me to endure whatever it is I'm going through. My brothers and sisters, we can endure because Jesus endured. Yes, in Mark 15, verse 16, it says, The soldiers took Jesus into the courtyard of the governor's headquarters called the praetorium and called out the entire regiment. They dressed Jesus in a purple robe and they rolled thorn branches into a crown and put it on his head. Thorns, y'all. And put it on his head. I don't know about you, but have you ever felt a thorn? A thorn hurts. And they rolled Thorn branches to a crown and they put it on his head. So that means what? It struck him and caused blood to come out. It says, and then they saluted him and taunted him, talking about Jesus. And they said, hail king of the Jews. It says that they struck him. That means they hit him, y'all. They punched him, talking about Jesus. They struck him on the head with a stick. They spit on him and dropped to their knees in mock worship. They hit him, they punched him, right? They mocked him. Hmm. When they got tired of mocking him, the Mark says in Mark 15 and 20 that they took off the purple robe and put his clothes on him, and then they led him away to be crucified. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and endured all of that for us. Was crucified on the cross for us. He took all of our sins. He took it all for us. I'm going to wrap it up with what Isaiah says about this. In Isaiah 53, he says he was despised, talking about Jesus, and rejected. Despised and rejected. The Savior of the world. He said he was a man of sorrows. Acquainted with the deepest grief. You ain't feeling me. Who wants to be known as a man of sorrow? He said he was a man of sorrows and was acquainted with the deepest grief. He says, we turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. That's what Isaiah said about Jesus. Verse 4, Isaiah 53 says, yet it was our weakness, our weaknesses that he was carrying, not his own. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. You follow me? And we found his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. He says it was our sorrows that was weighing him down. It was our weaknesses. Surely, if Jesus can endure all of this, I can endure the things that I'm going through right now. Surely if Jesus can do all of this you can endure all the things that are happening to you right now. Because it's nothing compared to what our Lord and Savior went through. It's nothing compared to what he had to put up with even though he had power to change it. The Bible said he never said a mumbling word. He was led as a sheep, a lamb, to be slaughtered. Isaiah says in verse 5 He was pierced for our rebellion, He was crushed for our sins, He was beaten so we could be made whole, He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us like sheep have gone astray. We have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. Surely I can endure whatever I am going through. Surely you can endure whatever you are going through. Since Jesus endured all of me, my brother To call on Jesus. I urge you to put your faith and your trust in Him so that you can endure and come out better on the other side than when you went in yeah. to that trial and that tribulation. All you got to do is endure. You know, the old song used to say, Lord, don't move this mountain, but give me the strength to climb it. Lord, give us the strength. To endure all the trials and the tribulation that's coming at us today and tomorrow. The ones we know about and the ones we have yet to go through. Lord, we ask you to please give us your strength. Amen, church. Amen. Let's have a word of prayer. Lord God, we know, Lord Jesus, that you paid it all for us on Calvary, Lord, that you endured the suffering, you endured the shame, you endured it all for us, Lord, so that we can have a relationship with the Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you endured for us. Thank you, Lord, that you took all of my sin, all of all of our sins, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That now, Lord, we can come boldly to the throne of grace. Heavenly Father, thank you, Heavenly Father, for the words that I have been taught, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord, that your word never goes out and come back forward. It accomplishes what you intended you accomplish Lord we thank you we praise you we magnify you Lord it's in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that we pray amen church amen it's time for our tithes and all have the as the ushers come forward to yeah. lead us. I would like to sing, Jesus, keep us near the cross. It's 252 in the hymn. Just sing one verse of Jesus, keep us near the cross. Amen. Amen. You can give online. You can also text to give. Amen. Say a quick word for the tithes and offerings. Lord God, please bless us with this opportunity to give back some of what you have blessed us with, Lord. Lord, please bless those who have it to give. And bless those who have the desire to give and they have it not, Lord. For we know it, that you love it a cheerful giver, Lord. Lord, we thank you, we praise you, we magnify you, Lord. It's in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that we pray. Amen.